I say that consciousness or mind is all that is manifest, and even the perceiving of the manifest, that's mind, and the self is nothing. Does it make it easy? Well, yeah, then it's just a game of them which one wins, you know? No. No, it's not. Uh, but the self isn't going to win because it's not playing. The self is not playing like that. One is uh, consciousness, which comes from that self, and it's playing. If you want to call it, uh, you know, like those those two that you mentioned would be in it. Those yeah. those two, as is perceived in your consciousness, those two would be in it. Would would be in the functioning. But the very functioning itself is seen, but the seer of the functioning cannot be seen. Yeah. Then, if you know this thing, then the duality that you perceived before don't trouble you. Who would it say to go home or to stay? It's not the pure self. It's not addressing the pure self. The pure self doesn't have any. There's no business with that. So it's saying something that can also be in movement, stay or go. Yeah. Mm. But when you come to that, this what you said, where yeah. would you actually? Well, when I came right now, I came here before mm. to this place. Like. But you who came here is what? I don't know. Because this is what you contemplate a bit. Because otherwise, it 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 is it's like bubbling like this. I say, you who come here is what, and me, but you have to be clear about that. You know. It feels but like I'm. When I yeah, when I, it feels like I'm the mind choosing a life. Yeah. And that troubles me because I don't want to play that game. I don't want to choose a life. Let yeah, it. yeah. You is what. Yeah. Well, here I'm mind. Hmm? Here, yeah, I'm the mind. I'm yes, but you know I cannot accept that because uh, then giving mind a final reality or something. Yeah, you understand? I cannot accept that you, you are the mind. No, you can say here you are maybe identifying uh, with mind because then I said, but who are you who identify with mind? Well, this guy in the game also is. It's. I know I'm not caught in the game, but it still goes on. But if you're not caught in a game and it goes on, one of two things will happen: either you get pulled back into the sense of being the game, or the game is no more seen. If you're not affected by it, if you are not affected by the game, then you will stop reporting about it. You will stop mentioning it because it's of no significance for you. It's like an ant is walking over your head along the bar there and stuff. Are you going to remember it tomorrow? It's unlikely, because it has no significance for you. What has no significance for you 
it will not get registered in your consciousness and you will not keep on talking about it you see if you keep on talking about something is because somehow uh, something is creating a link with that and interpreting it as like something important and is in it interpreting and believing the thing to be important that it get registers in your consciousness and becomes part of your your liquid kingdom meaning that your life as you experience in movement is it nothing's wrong with the dynamic life that that's also expressed you had nothing to do with that that is just part of the the functioning of the consciousness but inside that it is like the wish fulfilling tree or it is like the it is it is the creative material it will create you know the idea of a person and a self living independent life and you know having relatives and so on and all of this has a magical taste because it's all made of consciousness it's all made of god so you cannot dismiss it as rubbish as like, yeah it's rubbish in a way but it's not because just that little that little finger in the water of the life makes all these ripples and all of them becomes part of you and you believe them just touching that water or something touches that water and all that ripples come and all that becomes your existence and it has a feeling it has a context it has life it has depth you know it has meaning it's flowing in your veins so you cannot deny it so you cannot rubbish and say it's rubbish no 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 you 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 will know that that's fake to say it's rubbish it 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 is moving and it's not stable and there's no need there's something deeper than that that doesn't need to register that or to put that in the pocket of itself it's just sensations and it's meant to be like that that the way of the consciousness work is that everything is a movement it's going to it's going to move and when the consciousness is aware of itself the movement will not trouble it so much or if it feels to trouble it will only be momentary like everything is momentary so much how many impressions have you had since you've been born you can account millions and millions of impressions you've had you know something was important something somebody said hurt you or created a pain or something and another thing touched something as you met someone and became a friend and friend and the web is just wow how many impressions have you had how many seeds of memory has been planted in you and yet right now you can stand here and feel something which is independent of all of these things you can't carry all of that you cannot hold you cannot retain all of this this is the miracle the magnificence of consciousness that it is somehow you know perceiving remembering deleting editing all the material who are you in all of that you have the good grace to be witnessing it and not that you you are compelled to witness every part of it your very witnessing also is conditioned what you will see is already been written what you will notice out of a thousand people you meet one where are the other 999 less important more important than that one but somehow you meet this one and then your life contact this one and the whole web spreads from this again and whatever how are you going to work all these things out you don't you see you have to go to the root of them discover that everything is emanating is just emanating from this root and you will lie down in this root until you forget yourself that's all you can do you cannot start counting manifestation 
or try to control it or somehow um, make sense of it. People do this. They go crazy or they make big mistakes. If you just do that by yourself. But if the light of grace opens inside your heart, it will somehow brings all this understanding to you in in tablet form. You will just understand somehow. You won't be able to give you even may be able to give some detail, you know, sort of like make some traces out to how the out to how this manifestation works. But it will only be for pleasure. It will not make sense to anybody really. Or they will think it makes sense, but after a while they, they can't go further. So many times it comes like people ask some things and I said, You know what? Do you really want this answer? Do you really want I can go in this room with you? But that can we can go I can be there for a long time. I won't forget who I am, but you may forget who you are. You really want to know this question, you know? And for me it's a pleasure. I can take you a little bit. But after a while I see you cannot keep up in this. This is why I say that it's important to know what kind of questions you should ask if you're searching for the truth. Because many things they resemble true. Because in a way you should know the truth, but because we combine ourselves with so many other impressions then your 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 being is not singing the right tune so you you you're not resonating with the with the song of god you know it's a little bit like this it's going it's like this it's not resonating and to resonate there has to be grace there has to be humility and and a sort of surrender because even in the path of non-duality the path of advaita vedanta you cannot go anywhere without grace. <laughs> you know, people think, "Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't need, I don't believe in God and stuff." If you don't, you have to believe in God. But if you show disrespect to God, you can never wake up. And this is this funny thing. People think it's two different paths. Like, I, I don't need to believe in God to realize who I am. Yes, but your attitude tells me you don't know who you are, and you will not know who you are until that attitude fades away from you. You see. The perfect one knows what God is and what the self is. They know that their language might sound a bit different, but they must know this. Even uh, Jada Krishnamurti, who was one of the early teachers uh, in modern times, talking about non-duality, and people thought, you know, yeah, you know, he just doesn't speak about anything to do much to do with faith, and so everything is so explainable, well, intellectual actually. His teachings was intellectual, in fact, but also underneath it, he was someone who had a very soft heart, actually. But that he doesn't show on a show. You cannot do this without, without humility or surrender or something. Even in the path of Advaita Vedanta, even in non-duality, because there is no such thing as non-duality, actually. And there is no such thing as duality either, actually. But duality has a little bit more sense in it than non-duality, unless your heart is clean enough to realize non-dual truth. But if you try and understand non-dual truth from some kind of intellectual position, you go crazy after a while, or you just come become very silly. It cannot be something you grasp just by the intellect. It has to be that you have to realize it with your mind and your heart. You cannot do it with your mind alone. And this is why sometimes when people speak and they speak things and it resembles truth or very sophisticated things. They say some things. Sometimes people they say something and it's like, uh, you know, 
and maybe for many people they're not sure is this guy wise or is crazy or he making it up because they don't know how to evaluate there are many people who speak uh, something they speak the truth in a way at a verbal level at a mental level they speak the truth but they don't have the perfume of truth they don't carry the perfume there's still a person inside there so these things until you go back into yourself you fold yourself back in then from here you can see you can see when it's the truth that is singing the song or it's the untruth that's singing it so almost every human is rare to find a human being whose mind and heart is pure like this and when i say that the mind and behavior is pure i don't even know because it's very difficult to judge a pure mind very very difficult to judge a pure mind you see very difficult because the pure mind takes its basis from the heart it's the heart that gives the mind its judgment there's a story about this uh, a festival for women was taking place in Varanasi and uh, it was on an island just on the island and so it was said that tradition had it that in this festival only a eunuch, a eunuch, yeah, like this, or a jnani, a liberated being, as a man, that can take the woman in a boat across. A regular man won't can do it. They have to be very pure. So either a eunuch or a jnani. A eunuch is what? Right. So, or a jnani, or a celibate man. That's what it says. Either a celibate man or a eunuch can. Um, can take the women across. Now some women arrived late, and all the boatmen, the ones who were capable, nobody's there, they're gone. So the women said, "Please, please, is there any eunuchs or celibate, pure celibate? I mean, you know, who can take us? Means a holy person who can take us across the water." So there was a big group of men, and as the women spoke, all of them looked down on the ground because they know that they couldn't do it. And then Lord Krishna says, I will take you. He was there. Krishna said, I'll take you. Now everybody knows that Krishna is the great lover and all these things of you know the great lover and all of this. So where does he fit into the category of eunuch or celibate, you see? None of the other men could take. Krishna says, Come, I take you. Get on the boat, took the woman safely across. Because he said, unless it was a celibate or a eunuch, something would happen, the boat would sink or been catastrophe. He took them. How did he take them? He didn't have any attachment to any identity, to any functions of the body, and uh, a pure conscience. Because the others, they were identified with their flesh, so they couldn't, they couldn't say that they were pure. But he knows, I am, I am, I am, I am that itself. So it's not that the outer actions or the form of a person define who they are internally. How are you going to assess which one is pure? Our methods are very, very limited. So that's what I say, that uh, just by the behavior alone. Of course, in general terms, yes, by the behavior, many, behavior, many expose that they are not pure also. 
this has always been a paradox. We hear of Jukpa Kunli, this Tibetan Lama, who made love to his mother and all kinds of stuff, and threw, ba- threw babies into the river and all this type of stuff. No, I mean the obscene behavior, but was pure. How would you judge such a purity? Because somehow his actions, his his songs, his presence was unquestionably pure. But even the people of his day, some of them, they 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 couldn't they could not judge what is this being because he seems to do such crazy things. At the same time, when we are in his presence, we forget ourselves and we are singing praises to the supreme. So how you can judge a holy being? You don't know this thing. Then many people who have already somehow some strong vasanas, they cannot overcome their their fleshly weaknesses or whatever it is, and they are they are loving Jupakunli because they say, well, you know, maybe I can be like him. But they can't. <laughs> he says, I can do certain things for me, what is permitted for me, may be dangerous for you. Then for the people who feel, but we're all the same, they can't they can't rectify this inside themselves. How are we going to understand all these things? Not by study. Thousands of years of human lifetime, you cannot learn this thing. You just have to melt inside the being and discover what you are, not what you think. And all this is in there already. You think you think anything new can happen in the universe? <laughs> Nothing new can happen in the universe. There is no place for fresh actions in the universe. You think God can be surprised? Oh my God, look what they're doing! <laughs> you think we do anything here that's going to be a surprise to the universe? <laughs> we don't know anything at all, actually. <laughs> Maybe it feels new for you, and even for you, it's not so new, actually. Just you forget. There's too many things. Sometimes people talk about these things, and I say, don't ask, don't leave those things alone. Don't ask these kind of questions. Don't ask these kind of questions because you're not ready for the answers. The answers will confuse you right now. You're not ready for these answers. They're not for you right now. Leave these things and ask the questions, which will bring you to truth. And then from truth, the truth will illuminate whatever else needs to be known. If you have that desire in you, then after that, I don't know how it's going to happen. No. Because somehow so many beings are coming even for satsang, but still they hold back. They are saying yes like this, but inside there is a fist inside their heart. They are holding back. The mind finds me, you know, you know, he's not the right one. Something's not the time yet, it's not right. It's always speaking all this bloody nonsense. Hmm? But it only speaks the nonsense because it has a ears to listen to it. Because the minute you took the name and took the body, somehow we went to sleep, to the to the real sense, and woke up. We were sort of dreaming somehow another another version of who we are, listening to the to your mind. The mind is only existing in the sleep. Eh? This psychological, this this dark mind, it can only speak to you when you are asleep. Even when we are awake now, we think you are awake, but I am awake. No, you are sleeping. You don't know who you are. You are sleeping. In this sleeping state, you believe, I am this, and what happened in this. 
and and so you, you your ears listen to this what to that voice when you wake up actually somehow this voice will be very weak and then you'll know for so long for so long i've been influenced by this way but once you wake up in yourself you're always you won't be able to remember you'll forget them just like when you wake up from dream you'll forget your dream you're now in the waking state but when you wake up from the waking state then the whole of the waking state will not be so strong for you and people ask how 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 are you going to do this thing i said well not by human effort alone nothing pure just happens by human effort alone human effort has got to sort of merge with in the heart you have to, you have to some you have to soften yourself humble yourself who am i speaking to i'm speaking to the consciousness that has taken the dose the dose called i me they've taken that dose and believe i am the person you see and is sleeping because of that can't every now in the sleep the life is doing this uh, uh. How is it going to do it? People ask me, How did you do it? I say, I didn't do it, actually. It did me. <laughs> it did me. They say, But if, it, if you didn't do it, how are you asking other people to do it? I said, The same one who did me is inside here trying to do you. <laughs> Something in here said, Yes, 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 yes. Take me. Yeah? Then it then it entered. Now it's through this body trying to do you. But you're saying, No, no, not ready, not ready. And how can I be sure? And this thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's like we gotta, you gotta be wrung out, wring it out, comb out, comb it out, comb out all this nonsense, get combed out. And you, you don't have that comb. All you can say is yes. That's how easy God has made it in this in these times. Yeah, just say yes. And the whole day, people they're sitting on nails. <laughs> Meditating or something, you know, hanging themselves upside down, all kind of things. The, hu- the consciousness was playing in the human form. All these gymnastics to do to, to try and meet God, because so we're like living a very lucky time because consciousness doesn't have any more patience. It's tried all the tricks now. Now it says, okay, now in this era. Kali Yuga, I'm teaching you your great religion is yes. <laughs> and, even, and even still, the people are going, Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who sees what I'm talking? There's so many times people are living in caves, 
sit in austerities, yeah. 12 years living with the master, living in the forest, eating nuts, mm, reciting thousands upon thousands of mantras, walking barefoot in the layers. Now, he said, listen, just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who believes that it can be simple like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> to say yes, I tell you the power of yes, actually. When was telling you the power of now, I'm telling you the power of yes. <laughs> the power of yes is like this. You cannot deceive yes. You cannot pretend yes. It's like when you say yes, it's the most simple thing because you say, What is this yes? It says, Replace me with you. Yeah. Rid me of ego and merge my mind in that. Yeah. Wherever there is obscenities in duality, if there is identity, replace this identity. Let there be only you. Yeah. Remove ego, remove my ego, and let me melt in you. This is what the yes is. So this yes is very, very powerful. And as soon as you say this question, this is the gate. The modern gate, today's gate is yes. Who is there? Yes. Okay, come in. Yeah? Like this. Then the mind is going to say, No, it can't be that simple. Look look how many things people have had to do in the past. How dare you think you can get through with a yes? Not even asking you for a penny. Mm-hmm. Just say yes. But what power there is in that yes? Because as you ask to say yes, it's so easy, then people start to see their complicatedness. You see? If I say do complicated things, they want to do complicated things. The mind wants you to do complicated things. Because complicated things take time. And the mind is buying time. You won't look in the mirror, you see, you won't look in the mirror of truth because in the mirror it doesn't take time. Look in the mirror instantly. The mirror doesn't say, wait a minute. I'm reduced in power today. I will show you your image. Countdown 59, 58. No. Instantly. This is the power of the yes. You see. So then immediately people start to see their complexities. What stops them? You say, well, yeah, because you say yes, it's um yeah, okay. Okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah, I'll practice that. They say it doesn't require practice. It requires only your heart. You have to say yes. Then they say, Yeah, what you know, if I say yes, then maybe I won't be able to finish this project I'm doing. Maybe it's sort of like, you know, I I won't be able to go through this 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 projection. I'm not gonna be able I I'll have to I have to leave that relationship maybe or something. The voice says, I didn't ask about relationship, you just say yes. Your mind is telling you what you stand to lose. It won't tell you what you stand to realize. Tell you what you're going to lose. And you are so attached to all these limitations. You're attached to time, transience. And now yes opens the door into the timeless. And you're making excuses. This is the power of yes. It doesn't have to give you seven steps to truth. It says, say yes in your heart. Keep saying yes also. The attachments and everything. If I say yes, the reasons. But that doesn't apply at all. Yeah. 
because so much yes, even this is true. Because in some way, if your mind is just sort of saying yes, like we, you see, actually, so beautiful it is. In fact, that you say, but I say yes, mm. but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I say yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing happened. Because you have not said yes, actually. I know you have to come to this point that uh, you know there is like you you don't have a certain option. Mm. You don't come to yes. Yeah. It's strange. It's good. Because many times people pray, God help me to do this. They don't seem to get any answer. But sometimes you get an answer. Actually, the answer is there, but it takes time to assimilate to absorb this answer. Because till we have a projection inside, what this should mean, what it means, or something. So when I say say yes, for me, this yes is something very primal for me. Because I put everything on it. I don't try to hide anything, because I'm so trusting what I'm saying yes to. I know that I can hide anything from this. Here we have saying yes, but actually, hiding is there. No, because then that's not yes. But it's not like when you say yes, it's not like yes, and now I have to do these things. No, not at all. No, yeah. If you say yes, okay, I surrender to you. Okay. So now I will leave everything and go live in the Himalayas. That's but not yes. <coughs> or is that yes? No, no, no. It's not really the true yes. It is not yeah. the true yes. I am happy that you asked this. Let's go into it a little bit, because people are going to say, "But I say yes, nothing happened." So, because yes is no, yes is. It's not no to. Because you said before, if I say yes, then I won't be able to finish blah blah project and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that's not. It doesn't apply to yes at all. Because the human mind is still in there speaking. Yes. It's still going. You know, I I have so much investment. Your being is invested in so many things. Maybe it's not able. To really say yes, it's like taking the blessing from a drunk person. You understand? Bless you, man. Bless you, man. It's a blessing. He hasn't got the power to bless. You understand? So sometimes the inside we are we are so involved in our stuff that we don't even know. Sometimes you also we study, study, study. So after a while, you don't know if you really know something or you just believe you know it. There's so much stuff inside. So how to come to this? I, I can't tell you how to come to it. Maybe in not telling you, it it allows you to make something burn more deeply inside. It doesn't have to be a theatrical yes. You can't impress that. Maybe we feel that yes has to be a statement, like I've said yes. So now it's something. The yes is said here, not here. Yeah, I understand. The yes is said here, inside here, not in the lips. The lips can say yes also with the heart, but the lips cannot say yes without the heart. We come to a point sometimes where life makes you pliable, like you. You you really don't say I abandon everything. It's like people say, I will live with you for the rest of my life in church, in front of the priest, and in front of God. I will never leave you. 
but they don't have the power to stay. You see, it's not so. That's why I said the freedom is free, it's not cheap. So then you maybe say, why are you saying to say yes? Because maybe somebody will hear this yes inside their heart. They will know this yes. It's not yes, yes. Okay, yes. We say yes many times to, to things, but it has no power, it carries no power. Why not? Because it's not really yes. You're not really yes. Your yes maybe sometimes maybe if well perhaps okay I'm coming not today but it's so mixed up. How can you say yes? Yet then why did I say to say yes? Because I know that that will set off some time bomb inside you, even hearing that something so simple. In fact, it is so simple. When I say the truth is simple, but the seeker of truth is complex. He has to get over himself, the seeker of truth. So what kind of yes is there? He said that truth shows up when it you know when it seems inconvenient to the mind, but its ways are always perfect. Truth often shows up when it seems inconvenient to the mind. The mind will always tell you, "Not yet, not yet. You go there." Okay, now do it. Now do it. But when you do it now, it's not the right time. Because you have to know the the difference between the serpent's voice and your own intuitive being. There's difference. You see, when Jesus said to This man said, when Jesus said, Everything is possible for the one who believes. And he was talking to a man who was asking for his, I think his child was sick and dying. He says, Sir, my child is sick and dying. If you can do something to help, will you help her? And the Lord said, If, if I can do, he says, Everything is possible for the one who believes. Then the man says, Sir, I do believe. Help me to overcome my disbelief. It's very powerful. I do believe, as much as I'm capable in my capacity right now, I stand with, with you. I believe in you. But there's also disbelief in me. So help me to overcome this disbelief. We have to soften up. Sometimes, because because material and money has become such accessible things to us, where money gives you a sense of power and it gives you a sense of immediacy. If I want something, I can pay and get it. If I have to do it myself, take a long time. I pay and get it. So we have developed a culture of thinking and expectation that is kind of yeah, I want it now, I want it now. Impatience, but without depth. So also you want to think you can come and say, Yes, okay, yes, I want this and, and it should come. And I said, No, it won't come without grace. Your heart has to be a bit clean. Oh your heart is going to be clean. Your your heart can be clean in an instant. And sometimes your heart will take time, human time, to be clean. 
but somebody will get it, somebody will feel this thing. And as I said before, it's not intensity, it's not the intensity of your yes. And it's not your it's not the theatricality of your yes. You see? There's something else there that is a kind of innocence. You cannot have a a technique to innocence. There's something which is natural. You cannot practice to be natural. So how are you going to access this? Already it's enough that I throw a grenade in the baby's pram. <laughs> What's going to happen after that? Well, we'll see what happens. Now the question is raised like that. You know, you have to say yes to that. Yes, without compromise. And this yes without compromise is the divine grace that comes to you to help you to come back to your innocence. It doesn't want to innocence you cannot teach. But innocence is still there. Innocence is still there, even in the mind of Adolf Hitler. Innocence is there. Innocence is inside every human being. But you have to go beyond the human face. To that untouched, that untouched one. It's always here. All this, all this is the costume for the play called life. And every role is just an appearance. Something is there. Find the actor behind all the actions, you see. Find who it is. He said, But how? I said, This question is also a bogus question. How? I want to tell you something. How? We have learned to ask questions that have no reality. No, how? There is something inside you that don't need to know how. <coughs> how, how is for dogs. It doesn't need to know how. The poet saying called Afiz, he says, to be drop kicked by God. It's not a very nice image. Mm-hmm. And yet it's the most beautiful. <laughs> 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 Who will be drop kicked by God? <laughs> Sometimes only the things we fear, when you come to that place, we fear to be to run out of moves, you know. You fear to be so helpless. You fear to be so alone. You fear to be so without any money or anything. We fear it. And yet, it's one of the great gifts of life to come to that. Because as long as you can provide for yourself, you have no need to trust. And trust is one of the most powerful things in a human being to trust. And to surrender. How are you going to surrender when you have pockets full of money? You don't want to surrender. So sometimes we lose all the things you value to see that they're not that valuable. To find a thing which is, which is priceless. The human mind, under the, the infiltration, you know, of the ego, under the 
influence of ego. We are holding on to many things to be secure, to be safe, and these things are you are drowning with them because we are afraid to to be without them, and yet your being does not need any support. How are you going to find your being which needs no support when you identify with a thing which always needs some support? And then when you ask, how can I do it? Even your asking is coming from the past. Even your asking comes from your mind. So it's not trustworthy, easy. We are most strong when we are most vulnerable. You're most alive, most alive. When I told the story about the girl who was looking forward to the day, and then she walks out in the forest, and a lion steps out in front of her. You have so much to live for. You have so much projection. I'm going to be married tomorrow. I'm going to be with my beloved. I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to have my. I'm going to. I'm going to have the keys to my first house. I'm going to, you have all these things to look forward to. And then a lion steps out on your path, and is looking at you with a face. Yeah. Is there any moment where you're more alive than that? <laughs> yeah? Would you ever? Have you ever tasted life? As alive as that, <laughs> where you are planning to live, life visits you. <laughs> Who would choose such things? Thank God, life chooses it for you. <laughs> we can. We are not strong enough to make the best choices. Life brings them to you. That's why I say trust. The life presents you with the options. I ask you. So what do you think, darling? When will you, when will you be ready? No, it's not going to ask you that because it knows you're never going to be ready. <laughs> so it introduces hello, <laughs> and then we start. We can start to feel a pulse again. Oh, she is alive. <laughs> So what is the gist of all of this? Maybe it's just to help to make us more empty. To give up on all our research, you know, to give up on all the the practices in a sense. In a practice has its place. It has its place. But here we stress understanding. There's no use practice if it's going to just make you a practicer. But if you understand inside the heart, you see transformation is very quick to sweep out the house. Real conversations are those that, when they are finished, and you look at the world of concepts and your problems, they feel like nothing at all. They feel like nothing at all. Nothing will intimidate you. You look at what was your problem again? I don't have a problem. What problem can you have?
when you're empty. Life is just to make you empty again. You're full of emptiness. <laughs> not the emptiness that the mind fears, and not the kind of emptiness that you cannot practice. You can only find be. And out of this emptiness, everything is there. Everything happens. Spontaneity. Everything. Everything is there. And then a human being can rest in peace, even while you are alive, even while your body is warm. Because only on the cemetery you see rest in peace. Rest in peace. You have to go to the cemetery. Rest in peace. And even uh, even there, some of them can't rest in peace. No, they tell us. <laughs> Remember, I told you that time the people thought I was joking when I say to them that in one place in France, and, and it's not just the only place. I've been in quite a few places. The the the, the mayor from one town, mm-hmm. yeah, he he says he bans uh, death. He ban mean that no one in his village is allowed to die. <laughs> he said for one month nobody's here so should die, and it's completely illegal to die. Actually, <laughs> it's against the law to die in the next month. And he says many people have been breaking this law <laughs> because <laughs> you can't we can't prosecute them. <laughs> And that even some places where they had, they were taxing also for the for the for the for the, for the being buried there. So if 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 your relatives cannot pay for you there, they have to dig up the body as well to to put them to to burn the bones so they can put a a paying corpse in there. <laughs> These are the foolish ways of the mind, isn't it? It's true. These things. Uh, we, we. In fact, I asked Arun, please look it up, and he found what <laughs> quite a few that this has been going on for quite a quite a long time. They've been doing it. Different places have been banning people from dying because they have no they have no space, and the government won't give them more space for 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 burial. So they say, well, we have no more space, so it's completely illegal. You cannot die because we have no place to put you. <laughs> And <laughs> uh, and in England, in England also, <laughs> they had a, this thing where you, if you try to commit suicide and you don't succeed, no. you can be arrested for attempted murder. <laughs> and that was un- until it is true. So, so if you're if you're gonna do it, you better make sure you succeed, or else you're going to jail. And uh, and and this is true. I think they just stopped this law recently. <laughs> How are we gonna solve this this, this mind world? <laughs> or to get everybody to agree? <laughs> I think we've departed from the subject a bit. <laughs> no, the subject is that which cannot die. 
The unborn, and yes, yes, yes. Where will you bury the unborn? Actually, the highest thing that I know is where this question, who am I, or where am I, or what am I, where this leads you, the questioner. Who is even the questioner? And ponder over it, contemplate, reflect on it, meditate on it, be alive with it. Don't go to sleep on this question. Because that's what your mind is going to try to do, sleep, when you ask this question. You suddenly become very tired. This question, even without the answer, this question is burning the forest of delusion. If the question actually is even a yes question, it has to have some, some of yes power in it. It cannot just be mechanical, it cannot just be intellectual. Who, who am I? What, what says I here? What does it look like? Is it a person? What is a person? These questions begin to develop focus inside your being, and they are going to burn all kind of nonsense, even the things which is, even the things which are resembling truth but are not quite truth. It raises powerful powers of discernment inside you. It makes you empty. Just a question. You are the answer, actually, to this question. But first, to feel the answer to this question, this you must burn in the fire of this question. Yeah. It takes, I think, a very long time for a human being to be able to assimilate this question, ask this question, appreciate this question, for this question to open up inside. Who am I? The other side of it, another door, is to say yes. Once you have the ability, the capacity to know what yes means, to say yes to that. Who is even saying yes then? You must find the thought who is saying yes, and you must find it out because otherwise it just becomes some kind of clever little thing. Who is saying yes? You must find out. Don't leave it as a question like that. Find out who is saying yes. Find out who is saying yes. Okay. Mm. I was one one time I was doing something quite and like an answer came, you know. It didn't feel intellectual, you know. Yes. It felt like it washed through. Yes. And the answer was this. Yes. And there was an absence of me. Yes. So, like since that happened, I feel like those questions have kind of disappeared, you know. Yes. And I feel like. There's no reason to ask questions. Yes. 
you know, I I just want to know what you feel about this. You know? Yes. Is this is this in your opinion all that needs to be known now? I mean there yes. is there is still obviously uh, limitations and obstacles. Well I feel like that this is the truth, you know. Yes. When this feeling, this 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 answer of ye of this came. Mm. What did this imply for you? It was it was a, a lack of me, you know? Very good. You are very fortunate to have that kind of response. <clears throat> very fortunate. Because it's like what I'm saying to you. You cannot say you don't need something until you don't need it. You see? You cannot say, okay, nobody you cannot say nobody needs that. You can say no, something inside cannot ask questions anymore because through your inquiry it was announced in you in such a powerful not you are this, not the words you are this, but the the meaning, the power of that you are this somehow was just imploded inside you. So somehow that has such an an immensity, such an intensity, that all other questions which would be giving you some other answer, they were lesser than this, they were burnt in that thing. Yeah. You understand? So this this thing I, I know that happened in you. Is why I say you're fortunate. Because for whatever reason, because other people do the inquiry, but they have a kind of mental stuff and they kinda of, yeah, but how do I know it's and they're still in so much of this entangled kind of thinking. But something must have been there somehow that made it possible for you to come to such a profound uh, experience. It, it something was there that didn't get caught up in the in the cleverness. Just it just happened inside, and it burnt all the questions. It burnt the questions because every other question was just secondary. Sometimes was mental. It doesn't matter anymore. Okay, is why when I asked you. What when you say this? What was it that said? What is this? This and it just say you say it removed the you. It removed the one who was there before. It removed the the ego sense. The ego belief. The ego identity is gone. Then what's left? You see, because most people, if you tell them that this thing is, if I say today, right now, you want to burn the ego, come, come right here and burn the ego and everything that lives in it. And if you really felt the power of this question inside your heart, and you you came, then fine. As you present yourself, okay, this this is enough. It has been heard, or something is saying, well, you know, if it really felt like you start to see in your head the pictures of well, what you're going might lose, or because this is what has been happening here, every every day, um, at some point, I'm beating this drum a little bit. Boom, boom, boom! Everybody, listen. So, if you ask this question inside, who who am I and where am I? What am I? And you you cannot find that. 
then why do you continue investing energy and time into what you cannot find? You understand? It is like that. What what keeps you then? What keeps you, you know, in this sense that yeah, I'm getting closer. I say no. It's some excuse, something, some some business is going on, because what is there if there's no business? It's only this. Mm. Well, it's it's like that whole identity, that story has become very life, you know. Yes. But yes. also, sometimes you get you know entangled. But for how long? But not not for long. No. This is what I'm saying because there's no roots for it to to yeah. to, to bite into. Yeah. You have to be a person to be attacked somehow by thoughts because a person is in effect a kind of thought construct. That's why I said you can only be attacked by thought if you are a thought. If who you believe you are a thought, the thoughts and, and and all of this stuff it cannot attack the pure self. It can only attack self-image or, what I say, the idea you have of who you are. All the, it's all saying the same thing, like you say. Something just got burnt. When that thing is burned, all the other silly questions that would come from that place is gone. And what remains is is is, is just that. Now, even in what's left, this this, this superficial residue. Of personality, sometimes there's some little things. They can't stay because quickly, as soon as they come up, they are seen. For 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 just be, it's, what is that? They're seen, so they can't get established. What's happening is that we are offering room for these things to be established in our minds because we're thinking all the time, thinking, yeah, but I want this, and and you're building up all this cholesterol of identity inside the being. This is all I, what I say. Almost like sometimes a blankness. Yes. But then it's like that almost becomes a problem. Is is a problem to be blank? But the blank itself is a phenomenon. Yeah. Something which is even the blank. The blank came and blank goes. But the witnessing of the blank took place also. So therefore, if you know that, then you don't bother about that. It's nothing significant. It's only another sensation, another kind of phenomenon. You see, it's not anything. So even if the blank is, it seems to be there. It's just a phenomenon, like some phenomena. The phenomenon of, of your name, is there all the time. But it's still just a phenomenon. What does it stop? Stop nothing at all. It's just a, some some phenomena is like that. For a while, you feel a bit blank. You don't feel, you don't feel something. But if you, hear and understand. But but that is something seen, so it has no permanence. It, it, it's just a movement inside the the being, a movement inside the consciousness. It cannot stay there. It cannot stay there. It might seem like it seems like it's like a basic feeling that's always there, but it's still not you. It's still something. It's still it's one one more. It's gonna just it's gone. It's nothing. You will know this. You will just know it. You know. Just like sometimes. Mm. In the daytime, you, you you look in the stars in the night, beautiful. But in in the day, in the sun, you don't you you don't see any stars, but you know they're there. Something inside is even more powerful than that. 
that even those strong feelings are there it's not that you know that they're there you know as a kind of as a sense like of obviously they must be there because you know you believe they're there it's greater than belief this thing well, I, yeah. I feel like when I was showed this you know mm. this always feels realer than Mihal you know yes 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 Mihal sits in it moving it as as also other other movements come and go in it. Yes, this is greater than Miha. This is greater. It's like some something is here that even, like I say, even silence is heard. Even formlessness is seen. It is the most subtle. Everything appears in front of it, but it itself cannot be seen. Nothing that you can see is directly it. Maybe it's an emanation from it, but none of it is directly it. Nothing you can imagine or remember. Nothing from the senses or from the mind can be it. There are also just things seen in it. Then even the one who is seeing, if it has any quality, it also is part of what is seen also. If we turn off all the sounds of the universe, Mm. You cannot turn off the vibration of Om, for instance. You turn off all the sound, everything is gone. Say even the vibration of Om is gone. But something weaknesses this. Then who can find that? There was no who to find it now, even. It is only itself left. So it it is itself that knows itself. Because there's no other, everything else is known, including the one who appears to be speaking about it, even appears inside it. What a realization! And that we, when we conceive ourselves to be something, we cannot, we cannot help but make ourselves into a kind of object. But all the objects and all the potential of object and objectivization, all of that is seen. All of that is seen. But the seer of that is where, you see. Can the seer be seen? This is what I keep asking. Can the seer be seen? Some people expect an answer from that. But sometimes everything just falls into silence. It washes out everything. All the concepts get washed out and leaves a very, very peaceful hum, the hum of existence, of beingness. All is left there, because the body is there. 
Even if nothing can be seen, everything, 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 everything is there, is gone. There is still this is there. Nothing can remove this. Because nothing put this here. It cannot go because it never came. This is what I put as the most, the highest discovery that can happen in this instrument. In this instrument, is to come to that recognition, and uh, you don't have to try and share that. It cannot be shared. Also, it cannot be shared. It can only be it. It can only be it. It is it that somehow causes these words to be spoken to ignite some 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 inspiration or is it that does it it's like you light one fire and the being sits there and warms itself the same fire can heat can warm a hundred people but the fire doesn't change. I say, let one thousand come, let ten thousand come, if they can, if they can be in that fire. This is my joy to see it, but it's not an ambition. When I say I don't know anything about life, it's such a beautiful freedom for me even to say it. Don't be nothing, don't want to know nothing, if you can. But I'll only say this to a few who can hear it in the right context. You come to the place anyway where the knowledge just feels futile. Right? It just takes up it just takes up space. Forget about it. And don't be nothing, don't be anything. And just whatever, whatever, whatever. Because <laughs> at least you are available to yourself. You know. There come a time every little thing becomes a little distraction. Now, after a while, even the word distraction don't mean nothing. Once you've known this, every other word cannot transcend this. Once you know, once you know this, really know it. This, this is. Nothing can transcend it. Everything can only appear in it, because you cannot come to the end of it. If you are an ignorant person, you cannot come to the end of the mind. But if you know the self. You can come to the end of the mind. Or the mind comes to an end. How? Mind cannot exist without you. But you can exist without the mind.
and mind itself is thought, but not just thought, it's thought believed in, identified with. Then it, then it appears as something. There's going to come a time when, if you carry around anything in your head, it will be unbearable. You will just feel like it's such. Why would you want to do that? Anyway, you're not carrying it around deliberately. In a way, not that, but it's so. It's so not needed. Practical things, yeah. Practical things. You have to do this thing at nine o'clock tomorrow. You can rather, yeah. That doesn't leave any footprints inside you. But going on about you and your life, and you better just drop all of that stuff. Because even here, the people they don't want to drop it. Even here. You're still holding on to something. You still have some small change in your pocket. <laughs> Don't want to let go of this small change, little small change. Little small change, little exchange. To say drop it, just drop it. If you can do it. There has to be sufficient maturity to to, to, to say this and to hear it inside your heart. To say, drop it, forget about that. Why are you holding on? You should not be talking about these things. You know, how do I do this? And just come to the self. Don't want to find anything else out. Just come to the self. Be the self. Stop reading other people's books. Read your own book. Just come to the self. Boom. Sit. Ask you a little, little, little straight question. Yeah, this one. It's just coming from the mind. Just buying time. They're not even true. It's because of that why the truth seems difficult. That which is not even easy. The truth is not even easy. It just is. It's not difficult or easy. It would only be difficult or easy if there was a you. But as long as there's a you, there would be difficult and easy. <laughs> I forget that you think that you are you. <laughs> there were no problems if there wasn't any you. <laughs> Moment by moment, daily, continuously, unbrokenly, your self sense should be emptiness. 
a kind of informationless being or something. It's like the senses are working, there's hearing, there's perceiving, but there's no you. Because the instrument of the body is there, those functions are there. It's that the, the, the fridge is, is making a sound, and that sound is heard inside here, but not by anybody. Where is the hearer of the sound? Where is the feeler of the feelings? Where is the seer of the seeing? The smeller of the smells, the taster of the tastes. Where it is. By God, it's so beautiful. I wonder if it's misleading to say it's beautiful. How can it be misleading? You without you, I without I, I without me. Take the name of Shiva and plunge within. Oh, to swim in this ocean of love. How blessed we are. May I pick a rose from your garden? Planted in my heart, so I can abide in this fragrance of yours.